That created complications in my life, like my father's past decisions and drug addictions on my mother's oh. death. I love your mom. What's poppin'? What's going on, man? You know what I forgot? What you forget? Forgot to give you chocolate. I forgot chocolate. God damn it. Hey, yeah. so it's still gonna be a great episode with or without the chocolate. This is uh, episode four now? This is episode four, yeah. Episode four of the Five the Odds podcast. How you feeling, Steve? I'm feeling good. How you feeling? Good. Four you're episodes having, in. You having I, fun? Yeah, I'm having fun. Yeah. Definitely feel like things are flowing, conversation is going. Yeah. I cannot complain. I think it's helping me hold myself accountable, too. 100%. And that's pretty much what this is about. Every episode we keep talking about, you know, accountability, setting intentions for ourselves. Yeah. Going in week after week, you know, and really just defying the odds. Yeah, because one of the things is if even though there's two people listening, again, I'll keep saying that until it changes. Um, there may be more than that. I'm just kidding. There's a lot more. But... <clears throat> The fact that I say that I'm going to do something, I have to do it, right? Like, it's yep. just, di it's different when you say it out loud, and then there's people that are possibly listening. No, yeah. for sure. It's d definitely different when there's someone there holding you accountable. Yeah. I kind of brought this. S speaking of that, go ahead. What were you going to say? I was just saying the, the reason why I kind of brought this up a few weeks ago about maybe me smoking weed, you know, and like with large groups of people, like, you know, I feel like I, I don't have that urge. But I think it's because I posted it on my Instagram and I put like, oh, that yeah. is my intentions, my goal for the year. Stop smoking weed. That's was definitely number one. helping you. Yeah. So now it's like if people see me smoke weed, it's like, yo, what the fuck? I thought Pussy. that was your goal. Yeah, yeah. like you're, you're not living up to your goal. And I had those people in my life that they know that is my goal. Yeah, and they're going to test but, you. And they test me. Oh, yeah. They, they yeah. definitely are testing me. And yeah. I'm just like, bro, chill. Like You already know I'm good. Two yeah. months in, three months in, like it's nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just recap. Before we jump into it, let's recap last episode. Okay. It was just me and you. We chopped it up. Yeah. We talked about, a, again, a little deeper into some of our backstories. I got a little personal. You were there. You got, talked about a little deeper on your mom's suicide. We also set some intentions for ourselves. Your intention was to read. Did you read 10 pages a day? Well, I sent you a photo. Right? Day yeah, one yeah. that it, it was just it wasn't day cover. One. It wasn't day one. No. Uh, it was a cover. Oh, I, I, it wasn't like. No, I sent. Didn't I send you a. Did I send you a cover of the book? No, no, you sent me a page, like an uh, okay. open book. Yeah, so I didn't read every day, but I made up for it on the days that I didn't read, so I'd still averaged over 10 pages a day. Um, and I want to congratulate you, bro, because I saw you in the gym sweating, dude. Hey, you know, that's what we said. Our, I said last week I was going to do two days. You did three. I did three days as the Fuck recording yeah, of this bro. podcast. And you, you how good does it feel? Uh, the first day, I, I'm not going to lie, I felt like shit. I was winded the whole day, nauseous, kind of dizzy, just wanted to tap. I was, I'm going home, guys. But, you know, obviously I continued to work day. Second day after getting there, I was, like, excited for the third day. Yeah. I was like, I can't, you know, it was something in my mind, like, oh, I'm netting. day three is going to be easier. You know, day four is going to be easier. So, I mean, overall, I, I feel kind of good. You know, it's, it's a good uh, habit to have being in the gym, especially, you know, like you pointed out last week, I got a little gut going on. Getting old, bro. Once you hit 30, you got to really take hey, care man, of yourself. Hey, man, is that or the fast food or a combination well, of that both? Definitely fast food's going to do it too, yeah. For sure, yeah. So, I mean, at the beginning of the year, I set a, a, a big list of goals for myself. And okay. just at, one of those happened to be work out my stomach and work out my shoulder. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, I had a shoulder surgery yep. about a year, year and a half, two years ago. And it's still not as strong as I feel like it should be because I never went through, like, proper physical training yeah. or therapy. 
So uh, that was kind of something I set for myself at the beginning of the year. You know, that was on the list of like, you know, my small uh, list of goals. You know who's good with physical therapy is Shane next door. I know that those dudes look like meatheads and shit, but he's he's really smart when it comes to that shit. That's where he actually started at a physical therapy. It's like sports training kind of, right? Obviously with sports, you know, injuries just come. Yep. So he he knows a lot about that. So when are you going to work out with us one day? Again, I said this last week, you got (laughs) to... Learn to crawl before you could walk. Learn to walk before you could run. Okay. Learn to run before you Just start give me, give doing me miles. Date. You guys are give like. Give me a date. I, I don't have a date. A, wi- on a hand. week after you get back? Well, let, let me at least get some times in there again. Okay. Like, I, yeah, I'm yeah. on my own level. Like, you guys yeah, yeah, are. Yeah. Just to get some reference for you, Steve. Connor, one of our ex employees, was in the gym on his lunch break religiously. It was, yeah, he was. On one his own, th- he was putting work in on his own religiously. He was one of the only people. Yeah. 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 And then he worked out with you one day, and he was throwing up. <laughs> and <laughs> that, he was in there every single day working that, out. That's you know? happened so many times. It's like, oh, you work out? Why don't you come work with us? And then never come back. <laughs> See, and I don't want that for myself again. I, w- I want to set myself up for success, and I think just going in there. But he went, he went during a cardio day. It's a little different than lifting weights in gym. So... We would take it easy on you because, honestly, I hurt my shoulder when I got married, and yeah. I have been really inconsistent with the gym myself. So I've been taking it really easy because I'm not trying to hurt myself um, again. So it's I'm I'm just getting myself worked back into it too. So, Well, again, I don't want to set, set a certain date, but, again, I'm definitely down to continue these intentions and, you know, put in this time and effort in the gym because I feel, again, I got, I got a belly – and so having you hold me accountable, kind of eat this podcast or just you in general, and that was one of my goals yeah. at the beginning of the year I put on my list to work awesome. out my stomach and my shoulder just because obviously I, I'm getting a little thick. I know so it. So what other goals did you set for the first of the year? Uh, number one goal was uh, to stop smoking weed. Okay. You're doing that? Number Good. two was to save additional $6,000 in my bank account. Okay. So that just uh, to help me buy a house. So, if, you know, a little less than 500 a month. I mean, what I can say is that we're in April recording this podcast, and I've already hit my 6,000 goal, so I have to just up it. I'm oh. doubling that. So my goal this year is to save uh, $12,000. Awesome. And it, that's, a, it, that's a big goal, you know, so I'm really striving for that. That's me really saving, and I have a very expensive uh, habit, just shopping, going yeah. out to eat, yeah, yeah. girlfriend, you know, everything just adds up. Uh, I wish I had the list in front of me, but I don't. So those were the top two. Number three was to read two books. Again, okay. this was prior to the podcast, yeah, something yeah. I, I wrote down to read two books. Uh, the other one was to work out my stomach uh, and my shoulder, just, you know, do whatever it is to kind of just trim down a little bit, not get fatter at the end of the year, realize, like, damn, I'm fatter than I was, you know. You, you drink beer? I do not drink beer. I'm, I don't even drink at all, actually. Yeah, I'll drink good. here and there, maybe a little bit of liquor, shots, but, like, actual beer, I'm, I'm not a big beer drinker, and I don't drink soda. Yeah. Like, it's mostly water. So yeah. it's like, it just, I don't know. Again, I think it's just 30. 30 hit yeah. me this year. Like, my stomach definitely just started that, or I'm in love. Um, I mean, it's probably a little of both. Yeah. yeah. Fast food catches up to you about 30. For sure. Yeah. I mean, and again, I like I, my girlfriend, she cooks for me sometimes, but for majority of the time, we are going out to eat. Just living, you know, being a, a bachelor at my house, you know, you could say I'm just going out to eat almost every single day. Yeah. That, you, that should be some intentions too. Like, one time when you get back from, uh, where are you going? Japan. Japan. That's yeah. cool. When you get back from Japan, one of your weekly intentions should be to not eat out, like, for that week. Man, that <laughs> that's probably a bigger challenge 
than going to the gym. Hey, I'm just going to be real. Hey, whatever, though. That's, hey, yeah, but that's, I'm about it. That's what this is about, yeah. to really uh, challenge myself, and I'm definitely with that. Uh, and my last one was, uh, I just remembered right now, to keep all my plants alive. Okay. So I have a... What kind of plants you got? Bro? I got a bunch of... Not, not marijuana plants. <laughs> I see you smiling over there. Not just a bunch of house plants. Uh, I got a little mini jungle growing on in my house. You know, monsteras, you know, pathos. Just a bunch of different plants. I that don't know anything about anything you just said. So yeah, they're just, uh, you know, indoor house how many, plants. How many plants? I have about eight. Eight, eight or nine. Well, you know, some bad. orchids, you know. Uh, but yeah. again, this is like my... I barely started having house plants since I moved into, you know, my new apartment, which has been about seven, eight months. Yeah. So it's like that was something, you know, really just to... Build the aesthetic of my apartment, you know, be happy when I walk in. You know, I've always had just, you know, a college kid's apartment, you know, nothing special. But stepping into this one, I realized, you know, I'm grown. I want I want to walk into my apartment, you know, and just feel happy, feel like it's it's a home rather than just somewhere where I'm living. So I got a question for you. Um, I heard this just a few minutes ago. So I'm in EO. I don't know if you're familiar with EO, but it's entrepreneurs organization, a bunch of business owners and founders, they, you join a group and then you meet once a month and discuss things, right? So one of them sent, we have this success share on uh, text or WhatsApp or whatever. And they sent this little clip of this guy. And I'm going to go through this. I, I don't know who originated this question. I'm not taking credit for it, but I thought it was pretty damn impactful and, and interesting. I just hear it. <clears throat> How would you feel if I gave you a million dollars today? I'd feel pretty happy. Would you? Would how hard would it be for somebody to af- negatively affect your mood? Probably <laughs> pretty hard. Pretty yeah. hard, right? Pretty hard. If you just gave me a million dollars, yeah, it would be hard to fuck up your day, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless some someone I love died. Okay, but other than that, yeah. It's so hard. I'll even I'll up it to ten million. What if? Give me a hundred bucks, D. I'm pretty happy. <laughs> would. If I gave you a $10 million, but you couldn't wake up tomorrow, would you take it? I would not. Okay. So think about that. That means waking up tomorrow is worth more than $10 million just to wake up. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. But just taking that into perspective, people don't think that. They're like, ah, it's just I wake up, right? But really, if you're going to turn down $10 million, that means every day is worth $10 million to you. And you need to take advantage of that day. Right. That's a great, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've never thought about that, but yeah, I mean, again, gave me $20, not to, you know, <laughs> all the money in the world, like, tw- you can only stay up for so long. Yeah. <laughs> it must be a one heck of a bender I would go on with that much money, but yeah, yeah, 100%, yeah, every day, yeah, it's w- worth more than $10 million. Yeah, for sure. it's pretty wild. There's yeah. not a number, and you, c- you can't quantify that to be able no. to wake up. There's no. N- there's no number in, in the world, no matter how... Your brain works like yeah, because you could only spend so much. Yeah, if you had yeah. twenty four hours, it would be one hell of a twenty four hours. <laughs> but <laughs> it'd probably be seventy two hours somewhere in Miami. No, you die in twenty four hours. That's it. That's all oh, you okay, okay. Well, you said he didn't wake up. I just want to go to sleep. Just never wake up. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the next time you go to sleep, you never wake up. Either way. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Couldn't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I guess I'll go through some of my goals. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Obviously, you have a business. I would definitely love to hear maybe some of your personals. And then if you have any uh, goals for the business that you want to talk about. Yeah, personal goals. One is to do two date nights a month with my wife. Um, And you're currently doing every Wednesday? No, no, no. There's no set schedule. It's just randomly. Mm -hmm. Um, So really just being more proactive on that and intentional. Um, So that's a personal one. 
Um, I'm trying to think of what others like business. I wanted to do a certain amount of revenue. I want to do $13 million in revenue at a 10% net revenue number. Um, last year was the first year that we've actually made less and, and than the year before. So we decreased revenue and we actually lost money. So we did, we still did almost $11 million in sales, but we lost 30 grand. So based on this overhead and paying employees or all the above, um, I mean, a learning lesson to myself is I've always managed the business out of my head and I've never had a CFO or a financial guy. Mm -hmm. So I just hired a CFO because it's too much money at this point. And I could have caught it a little sooner um, if I would have had somebody really, that's what they focused on. Problem is, is so many things happened after COVID and you know, the, the cost of goods went up, shipping went up, labor is crazy. Um, the cost to acquire customers three times more expensive. So we were just spending more and we had yeah. to, we had to dial some shit back. So you, you I mean, you've worked here for five years. Mm-hmm. We were up to 27 employees. We're down to like 15, 16 now. So we've got rid of 10 people in the last year. Um, and what's interesting, it's still working. Like what were those 10 people doing? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> like what the fuck were we paying them for? For sure. Yeah. It's crazy. So one of the goals is to just be more profitable. Like, I'm not doing this shit for fun. We need to make money. Um, And this year, I'm actually going to do, I haven't told the team, so you're the first to know. I guess I did tell um, some of them, but I'm going to do a 10% profit share. So if the business makes a million bucks, I'm going to do 100 grand to the team. Um, And it'll be based out in that bonus structure similar that we have based on longevity and what you do. Um, but it's going to go into profit. It's not cash. It's not like you get five grand on your check. It's actually going into investment like your 401k. Okay. Um, but it'll be good. You know what yeah, I mean? I, mean, I got a 401k. I'd be putting money in it. Too. Oh, I know. You're one of the only, dude, there's only like five people to do it and good for you, bro. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's something I wish I would have done at a younger age. <clears throat> this was actually my first company that I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm getting older. You know, I plan on working here for a while. Why am I not putting money away? I'm I know when I, when I see my check, it might be smaller, but again, it's just like, it's just something that's, I'm very future forward. You know, I like to think about the future, you know, and my, yeah, I don't want to be 60 years old, have the struggling, you know, paying, living paycheck to paycheck, you know, or whatever the, whatever they call it, yeah. you know, your government money. Yeah. You're a visionary. We're both the same pattern. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the business paid $20,000 to people that were invested in the 401k this year. So, you know, you were one of the people that benefited from that. Um, I actually didn't even put money in this year because um, we lost money, so I didn't want to have the company have to match me too. So yeah. I actually didn't do it this year, but it's not a, not, not a big deal. Um, I'm trying to think, what other goals do I have? Um, well, you talked about a date night. That's kind of like a relationship goal. Do you have anything like more personal or is that kind of your personal goal? Or do you have any specific like relationship goals with you and Katie? I mean, I definitely have some leadership goals. I want to become a better leader. So I do have some books that I want to read this year on leadership. Um, you know, as you know, I think one of my, one of my challenges running this business is leadership and really being able to get the team motivated and set a clear vision for everybody. And, you know, that's why we're implementing traction in EOS. Um, And I feel like that's one of the biggest opportunities for me to grow is to be like a good leader and, you know, a good coach. 
Um, I didn't grow up playing sports, so I didn't really have a uh, a good coach to, you know. Empty by example. Yeah, I just, I really wasn't involved. I was always getting Fs and shit, so I couldn't even play sports. Um, so I don't have a good example of what that looks like, but I know that it's super necessary if we're going to achieve the goals that we're setting out for. So mm-hmm. um, what else? Well, let's talk about, go back to our intentions. You said you read this a uh, week. What was the book? What was it about? Maybe uh, discuss a little bit about that. So I read a book called, reading a book called The Purple Cow. Um, it's a marketing book. It's pretty good. I'll pass it to you. It's a really easy read. Please don't. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> it sounds boring as shit. No, it's, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's about really, um, being, so picture driving through one of the, one of the examples they give is you're driving through the, the lands, right? You're driving through the countryside and you see a bunch of cows. Okay. After f- 10 seconds or a minute, you're like, uh, those cows are annoying. Like at first, when you first see them, like, Ooh, those are cool cows. Right. And then after yeah. you see fucking 10,000 of them, you're like, yeah, whatever. But if you came across a purple cow, you'd be like, damn, that's a fucking, that's pretty damn cool. Yeah, it's a fucking purple cow. Of yeah. course. <laughs> Until you see a thousand of them. Uh-huh. Um, so really being able to do things in business where you can be that purple cow. Um, so I, I think I'm probably 65 pages in, and I'm I'm not doing the book justice so far. But um, and this is a book that I'll probably read three or four times. How many pages is it? It's not that long. I don't know exactly. It's probably 180 pages, maybe, okay. maybe, maybe 200 pages. I don't know. But it's it's an easy read. But it's pretty interesting, man. Um, and just really being able to set yourself apart from the competition, and do things that are like the purple cow. Like what can you do that is just over the top or you know extravagant or that really sets you apart from everybody else that's doing the same shit like don't be a follower be a leader for sure and after reading it have you uh put some real life examples like implemented them yet or thought about some I'm real think, life examples? i'm thinking about it right now i just haven't thought of anything yet i want to finish the book too again i'll probably read it twice before i implement anything mm-hmm. um, but it's pretty interesting yeah what's the next book after that I, again i got one on my desk i don't know i or on my nightstand at home so whatever that one is i forget the name of it but it's a business book as well uh, See, so it, I'm, I'm sure you're a business owner so you're getting a lot of business books everything's to pr- pretty much help you propel your business yeah unfortunately and, and those are the ones that are a little harder to get in because there's the story's not as engaging as like a book. Like when I was in jail, I read a bunch of books Mm -hmm. and I read more story based books of fiction, um, which, you know, it's hard. Those books are a little harder to put down because you're like, fuck, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? Yeah, like that cliffhanger. Most of them have, you know, story. story Yeah. So good writers are able to keep your attention. Um, So, you know, business books, although I'm interested in it, they're just a little harder for me to get into. Like, uh, you know, completely understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I need to figure out how I can mash the two up and because I do think reading so valuable, but I don't want to do everything as self-help and business books. I need to throw some enjoyment, you know, reading in there as well. I just haven't quite figured out how to master that yet. How are you typically finding these books? Are someone recommending them to you? Is there like a form that you're on? Is it your EO or something? That I find stuff there. They share it. Um, just going to Amazon and, you know, looking at bestsellers in different categories on leadership and um yeah it just depends i know you brought up uh maybe a couple podcasts ago uh, the book called the power of broke 
Yep. Do you have that book? I probably do. I looked for it in my in my uh, book collection here at work. I didn't see it. I was about to say, I know you brought that one up, but that one just, just the title just sounds something that's intriguing to me. So if yeah. you ever have that book, I'll, find I'll, it. I'll find it. Slide it my way, and that'd be a, a good, like I said, at the beginning of the year, I wrote down on my list, read two books, just because I know that's something that just beneficial to myself. In most years, I really haven't set too many um, like goals for myself, and I think that was one area where I was slacking since college. When I was in college, I just always had goals. Every year, I wrote them out. And, like, I'd try to achieve them. Obviously, passing your class with A's, you know, or graduating college, those were very easy goals. But after getting out of college, it was, like, one thing that that was an area that I let slip away from me was having that, you know, goals, being goal-oriented. And it's <coughs> something that this year I was like, you know, I need to get back into, write them out. Talk to me about college. What what college did you go to? What did you study? I think. Yeah, I uh, went to, I started with Phoenix College. Okay. I, I brought up last week that I actually graduated a year early. So I was 17 years old going into Phoenix College. Uh, I've always been, you know, I felt like kind of like an entrepreneur, like a businessman uh, at a young age. So I was like, you know what? I need to go to school for business. I realized there's a lot of math to that. And I mean, I've always been smart, but math just wasn't like my strongest suit. So, and I didn't test too high when it came to my placement test. So they said, I have to take all these math classes and I just sat down with my advisor and I was like, what is the easiest degree I can get? Like, why, but why just so you could say you got a degree or what? Well, uh, because of my background being with CPS, mm-hmm. they were paying for my schooling. Oh, okay. So like, why would I not take advantage of going to college for free? Yeah, no, no. And, and that, that's, that's what I told myself, you know, and everyone always obviously, you know, it's, you know, they say, oh, go to college, do this, do that. Yeah. And that's just something like. I, I wanted to do, you know, I wanted to go to college, especially if, you know, the state is going to pay for all my school. So I was like, you know what? Uh, and they always say, like, you know, even while I was in Phoenix College, they say it didn't really matter what degree you get as long as you got one. One of the teachers said, I went to school for music, yada, yada, yada. Now I'm teaching HR classes. You know, it's really uh, just how you apply that degree. So when I was talking to my advisor, he brought up communications uh, and he just pretty much said how, you know, this degree, you can pretty much apply it to all aspects of life, you know, with communications, a very broad degree. Uh, and that's pretty much what I went for. So I just got my associates, just general studies at Phoenix College, was there for like two and a half years, made the jump to ASU, lived off campus, was there for probably again about two and a half years as well, and got my bachelor's in communication and a minor in flirting. And the state paid for all that? Uh, they paid for, I would say, about 90% of it. I mean, that's some silver lining. No, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they paid about 90%. I probably have about $2,000 in maybe more than 90%. I probably owe like $2,000. And the reason why I owe that was because, like, I had to drop classes. And, again, it was, like, a financial class or something that I didn't – or I had to take e- economics twice or some bullshit. Like, yeah. there was something that – why I owed. But for the most part, yeah, when I went to Phoenix College, they were essentially, like, paying me to go to school. So what did, what was the biggest takeaway from getting your communications degree? Like, what did you learn? What what do you still use and – uh, just a lot of inter, inter, interpersonal skills, you know, uh, communication skills when it comes to like talking between people, just general knowledge. Uh, again, a lot of it, it was just, it was school. I, I was, I did really good at Phoenix College, got a, all A's pretty much, maybe a couple B's. ASU, it was a little more of a challenge, you know, that was the first time like I walked into class uh, and hearing t- kids smarter than the teacher. Yeah. Like, it's like these kids, there's very smart ass motherfuckers at that school. And I was just like, God damn, that dude is smart as hell. Why couldn't I have that question? Or why couldn't I have that answer? And it just, 
uh, again, I mean, I took public speaking. Did I it took discourage a lot of stuff. You? Did it discourage you a little bit? Not really a little bit. It just realized that, like, yeah, there's a lot of smart people in the world, you know? And, like, I, I, and at Phoenix College, I felt like... There's a I lot of smart. dumb motherfuckers, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> at Phoenix College, you know, like, I, I was, you know, I felt like I was pretty good. I was, yeah. to me, it was just like a glorified high school, though, you know? Yeah. And then stepping into ASU, it just realized, like, yeah, there's some very smart people in this world. And, I mean, I, there's a lot of good classes. I took public speaking. I took a, a lot of speaking courses, you know, in, a, like, performance on communication that I felt like just helped me kind of just in general, like speaking, uh, especially because after or even during college, you know, I jumped into the radio field and I was able just to apply, you know, pretty much communications in radio, you know, kind of create a personality for myself and be on air and talk at the radio station and do different stuff like that. So would you go back to school to get another degree or no? Uh, like, I mean, the next step would be like a master's. And again, there's some smart people in this world. And unfortunately, I don't think I'm I'm a, a master at communication, you know, or just because there's a lot of just different theories and random shit. You just have to know and learn and apply. And I just have too much shit going on in my life, too much work that well, I, yeah. I wouldn't have the time, energy or be able to put the effort into going back to school at, at this point in my life. And it's what do you do with it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did did we have a conversation about what employees, what employers look for when uh, when it comes to college graduates? No, we didn't. No. So, because I've always been number one, I didn't graduate high school. I dropped out, so I, I didn't. I I got my GED only because my grandfather left me a little money, and I didn't get it unless I got a college, you know, or unless I got a high school diploma or equivalent. So, but I've always been, you know, when I worked at UPS, I was a supervisor. I've always had jobs where I was actually the boss of people with college degrees, mm -hmm. um, which always tripped me out. Like, I didn't even graduate high school. How am I doing this? But it has to do with drive and other things. But as an employer now, the college degree doesn't mean anything to me, really, other than the person is responsible enough to go to school. Yeah. And get up every day and do what they need to do and pass, right? Like that is that is helpful when you're sorting through different hires or different um, people that are trying to apply for a job. If somebody has a degree and you know that they've, even if it doesn't, even if it's not in the field that they're applying for, you know that they're somewhat responsible. Yeah, they have the work ethic to be able yes. to put in that time and effort. And that's what they've always, always told me where it was like, you, the degree, what you go for, doesn't really matter as long as you have that certificate saying you did it. Yeah. And that, that's kind of was always my philosophy, why I jumped from business. And I said, you know, I'm just do communications, you know. I'm a communicator. I like to communicate. Let's run it. Awesome. And that, that was pretty much it. Uh, so, yeah, I went to ASU. It took me two and a half years. I probably, you know, should have graduated in four altogether, but I probably did a little closer to five just because there were some classes that I, I might have missed or didn't do as well in. And, you know, I had to drop, you know, at the last minute or, or just whatever it was. I didn't take enough classes. You know, they always told me 12 credits was a full-time student. When, in fact, it's 16. If you want to graduate on time, you got to do, like, 16 credit, you know, to be a full-time student. It's hard to work and do that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I've always done two jobs and went to school or had internships. Uh, so I've just always been busy. And I, I really don't see myself going back to school. However, like if the time permitted and I had the energy and the money, like I would love to learn like actual like DJing skills, like having some turntables. And that's something that like YouTube. No, yeah, you could for sure. But I, I'm 
I like to be taught something, you know, yeah. having someone physically doing it and, you know, maybe a, a little aid, someone pushing you, you know. And that's something I would I would pay to go to a community college to take some DJ do, courses. Do they do that at community? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't can, know that. I I know Mesa Community College does like different DJ and scratching and like turntablists or whatever they call it. Interesting. I mean, I went to I took a basketball course at ASU. That's stupid. <laughs> so um, if they have basketball, they definitely got DJing it's, skills. It's funny you say that because I w- I was laying in bed the other night and I was playing some music on YouTube or something, and it was a DJ and he was just cutting it up, mixing, and I'm like. Yeah. You know, after I retire, I could probably fuck around with this and just, yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, just make, you know, just DJ and, you know, merge two different genres and try to fuck around and make, you know, uh, just interesting music. Yeah, that was actually something I wanted to do because uh, being with the radio station since I was in college, I have so many DJ friends. Uh, and prior to Reshuvenator, I was working at a strip club called Jaguars as a VIP bartender. And going into that year was, I think I got fired in, in November, but I, I told myself like for Christmas that year, that's what I was buying myself. I was going to invest in, you know, DJ equipment just so I could learn. Yeah. Fast forward, you know, to now I'm a strip club DJ. It's kind of ironic. Like if I would have had the, the ability to, or I would have invested in myself sooner to learn. Cause at that time I had all the time in the world. All I was doing was, you know what I'm saying? Working at night maybe doing a little bit of like radio promo stuff, like random days, but then just chilling, sleeping all day. <coughs> so I had plenty of time that I could have actually learned and mastered that, that uh, just ability to be able to DJ. Plus just with all my friends that I know, like to be able to get a, a gig to open for someone would have been like light work. It would have been so easy for, for someone just to plug me in and just get in that whole club DJ scene. Something that, like, I kind of wanted. I was like, why not? You know, I'm in radio. How do you do uh, it at the strip club? Is it just hit a CD and press record? Or is it uh, So it's, it's a system called Virtual DJ. Uh, and it just pretty much auto-mixes everything. However, uh, like, I don't want to just, you know, belittle myself. Like, <laughs> I'm a great fucking well, It's all DJ. about the voice. Next up on the main <laughs> hey, stage. Sapphire, come on down. Nah, but for real. Yeah, let's, like, uh, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Let me let me get a walk out. Oh, it's it's I don't even be walking. I'd be let's see those motherfucking dollar bills. We had a fucking strip club. You got that shit? Spend that shit. No, but let me you're you're introducing a girl. Let me inter- hear you introduce a chick on the Steve, stage. Steve, stand by. You are next. Steve, you are <laughs> next. All right, guys, that is gonna do it for a sapphire. We got her coming table side, but right now we got Steve taking over for the first time tonight. It's our first time tonight, fellas. Let's show us some mad love out there. You got that shit. Spend that shit. I'll be having fun with it. I don't know. Like I I do realize like as I'm talking, like my voice will change. It'll go up and down. And I just, I just be having fun. Yeah. Yeah, I just have fun announcing shit. Half the time I feel like they can't even hear me. I'm saying funny shit. And then I'll look over here and like people laughing shit. Like, Oh, they heard that shit. Hell yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's funny. And and, like, I try to like, uh, I always try to like rhyme if I can. I'm not a rapper, Yeah. but like if I can make something rhyme, like I'm trying to make that shit rhyme. I'll, I'll have to go check you out one time. Hey, one time for the one time. Now, nah, but for real, I'll be having fun with it. And that's like, that's what all I can do. I'm there till five o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm saying? That. Like, I, I have to have fun with it. And that's pretty much what I try to do. You know, if I, if I can make something rhyme, like I make it rhyme. Yeah. And it just, I don't know. Awesome. It, it's cool. I, it's been paying the bills, obviously doing this and that. You know, it's not only paying the bills, but it's helping me save. And that's yeah. the, the biggest point of it. You know, I'm not up to five o'clock in the morning because. I want to be in a strip club. I yeah. want to see titties. It has nothing to do with that. It all has to do with I'm trying to 
make money so you know i could set myself up for success in the yeah. future when i started rejuvenator i bartended i was i worked till four in the morning too it fucking sucks getting home that late but it's it's such a convenient, convenient. thing yeah and it's you know it's fast decent money, money you know yeah. it's just yeah it's it's super helpful for sure so that's that's dope well i i did mention earlier too about stacking intentions now because what i want to i want to challenge you i want to challenge myself right so what I'm going to do is I'm going to stack. You're gone. You're going to Japan. You're going to have a hell of a time with the, uh, what's his name? You know his name. <laughs> Hayden. Hayden. I forgot his name. It's been so long. Um, yeah, Hayden used to work for us too, but he's in Japan for a month. You're going to go visit him. That's dope. What are you planning on doing out there? Uh, I mean, the first night, it's uh, I have a shitty-ass travel schedule, so I leave Wednesday, uh, like let's say 11 o'clock. Okay. I get to L.A. at like 2 o'clock. Then 11 a.m.? 11 a.m. Okay. I get to L.A. around 2 o'clock Phoenix time, so it'll be 3 o'clock over there, I believe, at the time, if I counted the time difference or whatever, right? But I get there. I have a 10-hour layover, so I don't leave until Thursday at Jesus. 1 a.m. Oh, wow. And then I'm flying to the future, so I don't yeah. get back to, or I don't get to Japan until Friday at 5 a.m. Okay. So, so I'm going to be tired. So you get three, you'll be there in three hours. No. You leave it Friday at 2 a.m. and you arrive I leave at Thursday at 1 a.m., Thursday morning. Okay, okay. I get there Friday at 5 a.m. Okay, so that's, so a, that's a full hour. day. Okay. 24 hours plus the additional one, two, three, four, five, uh, plus four <laughs> hours. But it's, again, when you're flying in Japan, it's like you lose time. Yeah. But then, you, but then again, when I come back, so I leave Japan 7 a.m. on Tuesday and I get back to Phoenix at, no, no, 7 p.m. on Tuesday and I get back. Set uh, six p.m. Any set on plans on what you're gonna do out there, you guys? We only have one set plan. Is uh, there's a famous mountain called Mount Fuji, mm -hmm. so we booked pretty much like a bus tour to go over there. I uh, also got my like international um, driver's license, so basically they they do this shit where you're like dressed up as Mario Kart characters and you're like driving the city. You what you need? You have an American Express? I not American Express, no. bro. You need an American Let Express. Me borrow yours. I would, because you can sit in their lounge, bro, and it's free food and free meals and showers and shit. The the like at the airport? Yeah, Centennial Lounge, I think is what it's called. Oh, yeah, no, I, I ain't got American Express. I got a bunch of credit cards. It's not American Express. Well, maybe, that, maybe that's the one. If you're going to be doing long trips like that, it comes in handy for sure. I mean, I, I don't plan on, again, this was just, my, my whole goal was to save money to buy a house. But I told you at the beginning of the podcast, my five goals. Yeah. Buying a house was not on that list yeah, yeah, yeah. because again, I'm thinking smart. I'm not trying to jump in and just buy a house. That can be my main goal for next year. This year was really just to save money to set me up to buy a house. Yeah. And that was, uh, again, five different goals. Obviously I keep talking on this podcast. I want to buy a house, but I know it's a future investment. And it's something I shouldn't just jump into just because. Yep. So I, that wasn't something I wrote down this year because again, I'm just trying to be realistic and just save money to be able to, to get the house that I want. But then everyone I'm talking to, they're like, you don't want, like, you don't want to get your future house right now. You just want to own something. Set, you have some, own like a shitty fucking house, whatever, in the hood. Live there for three to five years. Sell it. And then get your dream house. Like, you never want your dream house to be your first house. Well, yeah. And it's just not possible. It's not possible. Know. Yeah, yeah. House, houses are really expensive right now. And this damn... Stan Mike keeps cutting out, but whatever. Well, fuck that Mike. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with it. But back to what I was saying about stacking. 
Stacking intentions. So you started working out. What I'm going to challenge you with is you continue working out, and then when you get back, you set another intention that goes on top of it. So we'll stack. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to keep reading, and I'm also going to quit drinking. That's going to stack mine. But do you normally drink? Are you a, Are you yeah. drinking a beer when you get home? No, but... Because you're challenging yourself. Don't just do something just to to say you're going to do it. Come the weekend, though, I, you know, like I drank Sunday and I had a couple drinks Saturday. I mean, but I don't want to do that either. For sure. So that's going to be my stack is I'm going to keep reading and I'm not going to drink. I'm not going to drink until I'm going to Rocky Point at the end of the month. Um, But from from week to week, you know, I'm not going to I'm not going to drink until I go to Rocky Point, which is, I think, the 27th. Um, so it'll be almost a month. So I'm going to stack those two. So I want to, I just want to get your vision. Obviously we're doing this podcast for over a year, at least, you know what I'm saying? Do you see yourself every week stacking intentions or is this? No, no, no. You're, t- you're talking about every week. I got 52 things. That yeah, that's no, what I'm no. no, no, no. I want to no. know what I'm getting myself. No, I'm about to pull my mic out and sign out right now. No, but I mean, I think that once you create a habit, Yep. Like working out, then it's then you got to do something else. Again, I you you can't do everything, For sure. right? But I I think that we could we have the ability to stack two or three, um, and still be successful with them all. So you're gonna stop drinking? You said until the end of the month. Till the end of the month. What do you want to Rocky Point for? Uh, just a buddy of mine invited us, so we're taking Paige down. You know, his his family and then his neighbor's got a five year old daughter, so we're just gonna go get out of town. That was one of my other goals this year was to take is to go on a honeymoon and then take like, I don't remember exactly cuz it's not written in front of me, but I think it's like four or five small weekend vacations. What do you got planned for the honeymoon? Have you thought of that, about that yet? We're thinking Greece and Italy. I don't know. We haven't put much time into it, but um you know, I'm I'm racking up American Express points. I got almost a million points probably right now, so Hopefully do something nice and fly, you know, business class and, you know, have have a good time. Have you been before? Never to Greece or Italy, no. Nice. I mean, I, Greece does sound pretty dope. Italy as well. Uh, just, just has me thinking if obviously I wanted to travel internationally. That was my goal. I already completed that. But if you could travel anywhere in the world, where were you, where are you going? Ooh, I, I don't know. I'd have to do some research. But Greece or Italy or, you know. have been on the top of the list. They're up there. Yeah. I mean. You know, Brazil would be sick. I mean, hey, there is a sneaker. I know, <laughs> I know, I know. Let me know if you need a, a plus one. Akil sent me the the list. I'm like, ooh, Brazil might be fun. Yeah, yeah. I, I think the the thing about that one is it's like Mexico City is like the week right before. Yeah, I know, I know. So it's I, like I've been to Mexico City. I would much rather go to Brazil. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, they just did Singapore um, last week. So, but it didn't look all that great. I know JC. I saw him post something. Um, and he had a line, but other than that, it didn't look all that busy, but who knows? Yeah, I feel like with those uh, the international cities, like, just as it was when they first started SneakerCon out here, you it's know, it, it took some momentum y- that year after year for people to be like, oh, did you go to SneakerCon last year? Let's go this year. I missed it last year. And it just, to build those followings to some of these cities now, they're just, they shut the city down. Everyone's going to these cities. And I feel like for an international show, like, they would have to consistently do that show for two to three years for like, you know, that five, year five at that city is probably going to be pretty packed and yeah. like a pretty good show. Yeah. As long as sneaker industry keeps growing for sure. 
I mean, how do you feel about the sneaker industry right now? You think it's on an incline, decline? Obviously, the economy in general has a huge effect on it. Yeah, I mean, I think that, you know, it's been growing. The the big thing now is just girls are into it. And uh, girls are all rocking, like, you know, Jordan 1s and just different shit, like dunks. I mean, it, it's ever since the Kardashians, again, trendsetters, once they started wearing sneakers, man, it, it it's become really popular with females. So I think that that's helping the industry. Um, but it's different, you know, you've been into it for a long time. It's not what it used to be. It's, it's definitely more mainstream now, which I don't have a problem with. The, I mean, it helps the business, right? Yeah. The real true OGs, they, they don't, they're not big fans of it being, uh, you know, mainstream, but shit, they're sneakers, man. So, I mean, you gotta love them at least, uh. I love him, you know. I'm forcing my too. girlfriend to love him. I know? do too. Trust me. Yeah. When I met Katie, she had like two pairs of shoes, three pairs of tennis, and now she's got as much as me. Wasn't she like sponsored too by like? Um, yeah, Champs would send Champs. her stuff. Yeah, Champs and Foot Locker. They send her shoes. Yeah, nothing like great, but shoes. Yeah, like she was. was her, she used to get packages all the time. Like, fuck, how did you get ten pairs of shoes from them? Was her content sneaker based, or was it just yeah, being she, a girl and she, like fashion? Fit? Yeah, she was sneaker. She leaned into the sneaker thing, yeah. And it, it was working for her. I mean, she got a bunch of shit. And, you know. But now she's, you know, once she became a mom and it totally Gotta changed. Got to slow down. Yeah, yeah changed. Priorities. Now she's doing tattoos, so now it's, you know, she's going that route, so. What's the next one she's going to do for you? Um, I don't know. I'm going to put Paige's name above this little guy. She's going to do it? Yeah, she did this. Uh-huh. And then uh, I'll have her do that just so she can practice and. But she's really enjoying it, so that's dope. Can she uh, draw in general? Has she always been a drawler or not really? Um, she's creative. She's artistic, I would say. I mean, I didn't, I'd never seen her draw prior to this, but ever since she started doing it, I mean, she's been... She's I thought you would have to, yeah. She's been leaning into it, yeah. So it's cool. I actually want to try using her gun one time and tattooing myself just... For the hell of it, I want to. I just want to try it. Like something simple, or what, yeah, what yeah, something doing? simple, yeah. Because she she does fine line tattoos, so it's not like, you know, regular tattoo artists use like a twelve or sixteen needle. I f- I forget, but hers is like a one or a three, so it's much finer lines for delicate looking stuff. Um, but she is buying some other needles so, because you can't shade or fill in mm-hmm. with them little needles. It looks like shit. Um, it's she really has, for outline. Are you her only canvas, or is she buying like fake skin? She's she got fake skin, but she's she's probably shit. done forty tattoos already, and she's going to uh, New Mexico in three weeks, and posted an ad out there and got like forty bookings. She's gonna go oh, make wow. like ten grand in New Mexico. Nobody does the fine line tattoo thing out there. So is there like a certificate you need to be able to do something like that? A class she took? She took a class. Yeah. And how much was that class? I think it was 2800 bucks, And then they teach her, what, like two days, three days? I think it's a two- or three-day class, yeah. Get all the equipment and all that stuff? They they do provide you with the equipment, yeah. Yeah, so that girl that does it's killing it. She's got, she does, like, classes of 10 people at a time. I think I've, think I've seen it on Facebook. I'm not sure if it's the same girl or the same class, but I've seen, like, some girl that posts, like, she, she does classes and stuff. She's killing it, yeah. Good for her. Would you see yourself getting into that? Tattooing? Yeah, tattooing. I could. You're all I, tatted up. Why yeah, not? I could. I could do that. I mean, I think it's interesting. And I I don't draw a lot, but when I do draw, it's not bad. Nice. I yeah. can't draw worth shit, so I'm never doing that. I don't know if you ever seen my handwriting, Steve. 
Oh, my handwriting is terrible, too. <laughs> it looks like a, a third graders. Mine looks like a kindergartner, so yeah, you're ahead of me. Uh, I don't think I am. You're, you're, you're I see your handwriting right there. You're it's three not, levels. It's not that bad. Well, they're all uh, capitals. If you can, I can't write in cursive anymore. I, f- I forgot how to write in cursive, number one. And number two, I always it's all caps. Well, they don't even teach kids cursive in school anymore, so you're good. You don't uh, even need it. Oh, really? As long as you could do your signature. Yeah, yeah. That's, about, that's I mean, all you need cursive for is the signature. Other than that. You don't need, they don't even teach it in school. They, they're teaching like typing, you know, a more important skill. Yeah. I would imagine, I mean, right? It, I would, society. I would say no, yeah. What most, do you need most cursive people for? Yeah, you need typing, you know, everything's typing, digital. Have you given, uh, not to change the subject, but I'm just looking at Akil's office right here. And uh, have you given him shit? Because he still hasn't made it to the gym. I mean, that that's him. I'm focusing on myself. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. I went three days. Maybe tomorrow I'm going to tell him, hey, go to the gym. But the thing is, I can't go to the gym tomorrow just because I got to get my COVID test yeah. so I, on my lunch break so I can go to Japan. Is it required? Yeah, yeah, it's required. You have to get tested. Okay. 72 hours before. Okay. But other than that, there's no like. Did I tell you my story when I went to Colombia? No, nah, but tell me. Sounds oh, like a, tell Jesus. me the, the story after this one. Tell <laughs> me an even better story because I know you probably got a better one than this. No, so go to Colombia, right? So first we go to Panama. To meet with, uh, you know, the sneaker guys at, uh, what's the name of that company? Um, I know who you're talking about, fuck. but I don't know. I don't Kicks remember either. Yeah, Kicks. I think it was Kicks. So we went to meet with them in Panama. Then we flew to Cartagena. And I didn't think that you needed a COVID test to get into... Cartagena that I needed it I think yeah I was leaving Panama that's exactly it so we went Panama we stayed one night the next day we went all day went around did whatever we were doing and then we went to the airport and I, we were flying to Cartagena and they asked me for my COVID test and I'm like I don't, I don't think I didn't think we needed one they weren't going to let me fly did you get one at the airport or something, I would imagine? So, get this. So, I'm, like, freaking the fuck out. I wanted to get out of Panama bad. I'm, like, I don't want to be here. This is not the spot that I want to be. I want to go to fucking, I want to go to Cartagena and, and uh, uh, what's it called? Medellin. And so, basically, I basically went, I called Nick, and I sent him my old, my old pass, so he basically photoshopped it <laughs> and I, it's so crazy. Cause I'm sitting there, I'm watching and I, I didn't cause a scene, but I was like, I was adamant about them letting me in. I'm like, come on, what, what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. So everyone knew what was happening. It's yeah. not like I was like, I went and talked to one person and went away. So I basically go over there and I, we doctor it up and I basically go outside the front doors, walk down, loop around. I go indoors like 100 yards down and then sneak in through the – it's late at night, so there's nobody there. So then I go through um, the checkpoint, and she's asking me all these things. She's like, can I see – she didn't even ask for it. She just wanted my ID. So we go through, and then there's cops standing right there as we're like – they're checking our bags. I'm like, fuck. Super stressed, yeah, super imagine. stressed. And then we get through and we go wait at the gate and the, the flight is delayed. So we're sitting there and I'm thinking the whole time, you know, when you go to the airport and you check in and then the same person that 
the same people that you check in go to the actual gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that happens all the time. I'm like, fuck, I hope the people that I just checked in with or were trying to check in with don't go to the gate as I'm trying to get in, right? <laughs> so four hours we're sitting there freaking out, looking over my shoulder. We get on the plane, not an issue, but when we get to Cartagena, you got to get in line at customs, and they wanted to see that motherfucker. So I basically pulled it up digitally. Luckily, I took away some things on there that, that would have been a direct um, tail sign that I did something. Like, I don't remember. I cut something off the bottom so they couldn't contact where I got it done. And she looked at that motherfucker, bro. And she this was, wasn't the same lady because you landed. This was customs, yeah. This right? is customs in Cartagena, and mm-hmm. she's looking at that thing like, like looking at it and looking at me and like asking me where'd you get this done? And I, I basically just, just made some shit up. Told her, <laughs> and she they let me in, bro. And I was so fucking terrified, bro. At the end of the day, I feel like that's like a crime. You could oh, probably go to not maybe not jail, but get you, arrested. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I was terrified. Yeah, (laughs) but I got through, and everything worked out. I feel like you're. It'd be easier to like doctor up like a COVID card, like saying you your vax a vaccination card. But I didn't have. I know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was just a digital thing. It was easy to doctor, but it was like you you have to get it within a certain amount of time. And then originally, I was in Panama. That's what it was. Is the, f- the last time I went to Colombia, because it was in Spanish, she asked me, where'd you get this done, Panama? And I'm like, yeah. But it was really done in Colum- It was really done in Colombia and Medellin last time I went to Medellin. So what I did is I took that Medellin, Colombia off the bottom because it was in Spanish. Yeah, But is uh, Panama, is it Spanish or is it Portuguese? Hopefully it's Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> Don't matter no more. Yeah, I, I made it. I, either way, dude, I was sweating. I was, it was like... The worst, worst experience. And then we got there super late, and I was, like, so relieved, bro. Yeah, was, I would only imagine. Oh, it was so stressful. I was about to tell him you might need to doctor me up one because I was trying to get a COVID test. I always thought that shit was free. Right? Aren't COVID tests free? I mean, it should be. I you never paid for one. to charge me $200 to get one. Well, maybe now that it's not. Like, you so. Where, where at? CVS. Really? Yeah. And then I tried Walgreens, huh. and it was so. I, I had to, like free testing and then like i only got a free one because i had insurance so they're probably charging my insurance but i don't give a fuck it's yeah, like yeah. insurance for but it was i was like yo 200 dollars for a test there's no way i'm gonna fucking i mean i would pay if i had like absolutely had to i already booked all my shit for japan but i'm like dude this motherfucker's supposed to be free yeah well now they charge me 200 dollars. luckily i was able to find somewhere free tomorrow like at 12 20 i could just dip on my lunch break drive down there take the test and hopefully i pass <coughs> you know, my body's my yeah. a little sketchy, but hey. Can you imagine? Well, I would I would cry. Not cry, but I'd be pretty sad. Oh, yeah, I'd be pissed. Uh. I feel like since COVID is such a thing, like if they did say, hey, you have COVID, I'd probably be able to get refunds on my flight and all that stuff. How many times have you had it? I had it once. That's it? Only that one time? I had it one time that I got tested and yeah, positive. Yeah. I knew I had it. That was it. the time we both got we it. We both got it. Yeah. Back to back. That and was then, That was in March of 20. It was Johnny, Johnny's birthday. It was whatever. literally, yeah, as early yeah, as COVID happened, yeah. you know, they shut it down and then Phoenix opened shit back up for like a week, a weekend, maybe a couple weeks and they shut it down again. It was like, as soon as they opened everything back up again, yeah. then like it just skyrocketed in Arizona again, yeah. they shut everything down. That was the first time I got it. 
I think I got it again, like maybe a couple years later, just because I was sick. And sick as shit, I just never got tested. Yeah, I've had it twice that I know of for sure. Yeah. But uh, again, so I know I had it one time. The second time, eh, it could have been a flu. It could have been something. I I just stayed inside. I didn't even do anything. I just didn't bother getting tested. And then this time, you know, I, I mean, I hope, I mean, I got a little scratch in my throat, a little cough, but I can taste my food. My food tastes good. But that's going around, though. Yeah, yeah, my food yeah. tastes good. Like I've had a little, you know, uh, cough for like two weeks. So, I mean, I think I should be good. I don't think I have COVID. Obviously, in Japan, they make you wear face masks half the time when you're on, like, on public transportation any- anyways. Yeah. So, I'm going to make sure I mask up, which is kind of part of their culture. So, I'm going to support their culture out there. So, is Hay- Hayden dating any uh, girls out there? What's his? Nah, but I think he said that's that's his plan. Oh, I know. <laughs> He's been, that his whole plan was to always marry a girl. Yeah, so he, he's hoping he could find some girl out there. But uh, I don't mean, I don't know. That's on him. I wonder if he's on those dating apps or something. You think they got? I international. Think, I don't think they got that shit. Oh, I'm sure they I do. think it's like you can like buy a girlfriend and like rent a girlfriend. They got that app. I don't know. No, no. Yeah. We, we looked it up last time we were oh, out really? there. That's There's like an app that you can like rent a girlfriend. Oh, interesting. I don't know. Hopefully, like, he's, hopefully he's not downloading like, that app. It's like rent a car. Just rent a girlfriend for the week. I don't know how it works, but... <laughs> I don't. I can't read the language anyway. So, well, yeah, it was just a funny situation when we were out there. We brought that up about it, and like me and Akil were like, "There's no such thing." He like pulled it up and was like, "Look," and it's like, yeah, literally some app that you could rent a girlfriend, probably for like just wealthy businessmen, you know, and they want to like go on dates and not. I don't know. Well, yeah, Japan's a place that I've never been, but I I definitely like to check it out. This was so, a time I've always wanted to go just because uh, <laughs> they have like the. The sakura trees, pretty much, they're like cherry blossoms. So yeah, it's yeah. like pink leaves. That's dope. Yeah, and that's kind of really what I want to go out there, get some fire fit pics. So let me know if you want to throw some Many Worlds merch my way to make a little lookbook out there for you. <laughs> I mean, you should have some, right? Oh, I got plenty of Many Worlds gear. Yeah. Um, well, good. So the next time that we meet, since you're going to be gone, I, got, I don't know when we'll f- you know record the next podcast. Like a week. We could do like Wednesday sometime next week, Wednesday, okay. Thursday. So we'll have some stories and I'll... Be interested to hear how that flight was, and it's gonna be a nightmare. Yeah, it's unfortunately it's not gonna be very comfortable. No, yeah, no, sleeping no. on a plane, especially that long, is just not fun. The good I, thing about me, I always crash out on planes anyway. Oh really? I can't sl- I can't sleep. It's funny because the first time I went to China, um, you know, Keith, my manufacturer, I've I've originally went to Taiwan first. And he's he sent me his itinerary, and I'm like, business class? I'm like, four grand? I'm like, fuck, that's a lot of money. He's like, dude, if it's not going to affect you in six months, it's worth it. So I did regular there. How many hours was that? I don't remember to Taiwan. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been a while. And then from Taiwan, I went to China to meet him. On the way back, I got business class. So I just, I did one way there, regular, one way, and I'm like, I'll never go to China unless it's business class again. There's no chance I'm sitting in a chair for 12 hours. What's like the that. difference though? You said 4,000 business class. What is like two grand, 1,200? No, it's probably like 1,200 bucks versus four or five grand. Yeah. Oh, yeah I'll, I'll go regular class. Yeah, I I won't. Yeah, it's just to lay down and sleep. It's just, Cause yeah. Because it like fully reclines. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you yeah, have yeah. A bed. Oh, it's, it's the only way. If, if. If you can afford to do it and you're going for 12 hours, it's the only way to go, yeah. yeah. Being stuck, you know, sitting straight up for 12 hours. I, I'm just antsy and I get claustrophobic too, yeah. and shit, so. Um, but not everyone has that luxury either. For sure. I mean, I haven't been to China. Maybe someday. 
not really on on my bucket list, but if yeah. you know the cards aligned, I'd go to China. Yeah. I'm trying to go to uh, Egypt. Egypt would be cool. Egypt, that's like a. It was always like if I had a place to go, it would be Japan. I had the pleasure of going with Rejuvenator a few years ago, and now I'm going back again just uh, because I wanted to go somewhere international. It wanted I wanted to be Egypt this year, but again, when I'm gonna have a friend or someone who's willing to travel with me. Yeah, no, that's cool. I'm not the type of person that I'm just going to travel to Egypt by myself. Me I, I can't travel anywhere by myself. I need someone I to talk to. I agree. Bullshit, make stories with. Like, Hayden is crazy to be able to travel a month all by himself. In the his first time to Japan, he did it all by himself as well. Yeah, I know. And I know. My, my barber, she's... I just envy her because she'll do the same thing. She'll go by herself anywhere and just meet people, and I'm like, I'm just not that, I guess, uh, social. I don't, yeah, I don't know, but I'm the same way as you. I need somebody that I know, and that's the only reason why I said fuck it. Like, let me hop, hop on this yeah. fucking shit, yeah. and meet him out there. I was hoping I actually have a cousin who's stationed out in Japan, and I was hoping I'd be able to see him as well. But he literally just hit me up last week. Hey, man, I'm going to the Philippines. I'm not going to be there during that time you're out there. So she kind of sucks. I'm cards in alliance, so I can hang out with him. But still, at least I got one person out there who I can make some dope-ass memories with, come back, and I'll definitely share those stories. Philippines is dope, too. That or Thailand? You been to Thailand? No, but no, but Philippines was pretty sick, even though we were in Manila and not, like, the really nice, like, beautiful mm-hmm. scenic spots. Like, we went to donate all those shoes um, yep. a few years ago. Um, so we saw, like, we were in the fucking hood, straight up, like, the worst parts. The crazy, like, talk about poverty, bro. I, it was life-changing to see how some people live like it's it was unbelievable i mean it makes you appreciate america you know crazy like babies laying on the concrete naked like sleeping on the side underneath underpasses like crazy 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 shit so yeah no it's life-changing for me i really come back to appreciate just the little things for sure for sure my man so what else Anything else today that we should chat about or should uh, we I mean, wrap this motherfucker up? Obviously, uh, some intentions. You said your intentions for next week. I'm not going to drink. I'm going to I'm going to continue to read. I'm going to finish this book. I probably read half of it, so I'll finish this book, um, The Purple Cow, and then no drinking. All right, well, I'm going to create some intentions as well. I mean, that's what we're here for. I'm going to continue my workout journey in Japan. Okay, what about taking a certain amount of photos. What can you do out there? Nah, I'm going to work out. I'm going to do some push-ups. Okay. I'm going to run the block. I'm going to bring some workout shoes so I can literally run and hit the city. I'm going to jog the city. It's a good way to see the city. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm going to li- literally pack some shoes up so I can go work out, whether it's, you know, doing push-ups and sit-ups in my hotel to running the block. You know, I'm going to try to stack this thing, continue, you know, my workout. Do that as well as... Uh, Something that is going to be very hard this week, and I, I definitely want to challenge myself to do it, but just to be a good boyfriend. Obviously, with this time difference, yeah, it's going to be tough. It's, it's going to be hard for me to be able to <laughs> be the best boyfriend I can. I, obviously, it's literally night and day difference. While she's sleeping, I'm going to be up. So I just want to. I, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm going to be thinking about it daily on what I can do to be a good boyfriend that day, every day, whether it's sending her some cute text or. Calling her, leaving a voicemail, voice messages. I don't know what, but I feel like just, obviously that was your first week, you know, you to be the best husband you could be. I think I want to, you know, piggyback on your idea and try to be the best boyfriend. Yeah, and I'm trying to stack that too. Like, uh, I haven't totally 
you know, gone away. <laughs> no, I haven't, shitty husband I, now. I haven't gone away from that. I'm, you know, it's just, it's not the number one priority. It's, it's one of the priorities. Yeah. Well, because that's going to be hard. I think that needs to be, you know, one of my number one priorities. What yeah. can I do out there to be a good boyfriend when I'm not going to be able to talk to her every day as we normally do? Yeah, and she's staying at your house, house sitting, watching your dog. Yeah, I don't want her burning my house now. <laughs> my <laughs> dog to be gone. Yeah, well, yeah, that would that would suck. So there's those are definitely my intentions. I think uh, it would be dope to really go out there, jog the city, do some push ups and sit ups, uh, get this belly down a little bit. So I know we didn't talk much about sneakers, and again, I don't want to force the sneaker situation or conversation. But while you're in Japan, you know they're known for their style and sneakers. Are you planning on buying any sneakers out there? Not really sneakers. The only sneakers I would see myself buying would probably be some Bapesters. Okay. Just because Bape is big in Japan. Yeah. But last time I went to Japan, they they literally just had like some all white ones or all black ones. Like I'm only going to buy some if they're like some. Oh, you've been there. That's right. Yeah. I'm only going to buy some Bapesters if they're like some crazy patent leather colored ones. Just, just some some dope sneaker because I mean they're still hitting out there. For, yeah, I mean like two hundred, three hundred bucks. If if anything drops, use one of your twelve credit cards you got and get me a size eleven and something, and I'll I'll reimburse you. Is that babes is just what if there's something that's dope that drops or whatever. Yeah, if you see something that you can't get here, for sure. Um, you know, just pick it again, up again. I I don't know drops like that or like yeah. for at least for Japan, what's going to be dropping in Japan? Hayden so, might. Yeah, so that's the only, like, if, if there is a sneaker out there I would get, would probably be, you know, like, some Bapesters. But I'm probably going to, you know, ch- I'm going to do shopping, you know. I'm probably going to get a couple Bape tees while I'm there. How much money are you taking to shop with? Like, 1200 Okay. Yeah, so uh, hopefully I don't spend it all, but if I do. I bet it, you guys are going to eat some good food. Oh, or? that's my main priority is just yeah. eat a bunch of shit I could never eat in the world. Good sushi. Good yeah. sushi. Oh, yeah. Uh, you name it, onigiri, whatever. I don't even know half the names for this shit, but I'm going to just pig the fuck out. So I'm glad that's not my intentions. I'll save that for, <laughs> I'll save that for the next week because I definitely want to, like, really just eat a lot while I'm out there. Yeah, good know? Japanese beer. You got to have a beer out there, too. Good nah, Japanese. No? Some Japanese whiskey, maybe. Yeah, no, that's another. That's a good. Some sake bombs. Yeah. A whole lot of them. So what are you going to do to keep yourself busy for the 10 hours at the airport and if you're not reading, dude, you got to take a book. Okay. I'm on work. So, like, knock out pretty much my weekly tasks I got to do for Rishuvenator on Wednesday. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll be busy at the airport for a solid four or five hours. And then you'll just you'll try and sleep the whole time? I, I on. don't want to sleep while I'm at the airport. No, no, on the plane. On the plane, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my biggest fear is, like, let's say, like, I get to the airport, I work, and then now let's say it's 9, 10 o'clock at night. I end up crashing out. Then I wake up at two o'clock in the morning and my flight's gone and I miss my flight or some shit. Like that's like my biggest fear is if I just crash out and I don't wake up and I miss the whole flight. So I'm literally going to tell the the (coughs) flight attendant, I'm going to be like, hey, my name is Robert Badeau. I am sitting right there at 1 a.m. You better shake my ass if I don't wake up because. That would suck, like just being stuck at the airport yeah. in LA and miss my whole flight to Japan. And that, that would if be. I have to wait for the next one or how that works, you know, yeah, I don't know how that works. Like if you miss a flight, you got to pay for another one, or do they just no? They put, put you, you on, on the next one. They put you on another one, depending on when it is, and if it's not full, otherwise you're gonna sit there for a couple more. Yeah, I mean it just depends. So yeah, so my whole thing is I'm gonna get there, I'm gonna work, 
probably eat some food, you know, might take a nap or something, you know, again, yeah. like at nine o'clock, 10 o'clock, you know, to be able to up all the way to 1 a.m. It's going to be a, a long day just stuck at the airport by myself. But whatever I got to do, I'm going to make it happen. Cool. Well, you go have a good fucking time and, you know, come back and uh, want to hear some stories. Yes, sir. With that being said, uh, anything else you want to get off your chest? No, I think we'll, uh, this is a pretty light one. Um, we'll get into some more, um, you know, deeper shit next time. Tell a little bit more of our stories. Um, additionally, we did order the cameras. So hopefully by the time you get back, we'll have that set up and we will be able to go on YouTube and people can get some video uh, yeah. options. So I'm working on that while you're gone and you know, let's, let's make it work. All right, then we'll catch y'all on the flip side. Peace. Peace. Could it be hard times to strain my mind With situations that created complications in my life Like my father's past decisions and drug addictions On my mother's death, I love your mom wasn't